Good morning. Let me set the table. The Dave and Doreen Morning KLH with Marcus. Doreen is off. The chief meteorologist of WISN 12, Mark Faden, is in the Doreen chair this morning. I hope I'm doing it well. You're doing it very well. You ready to talk some Packer football? I'm no Jason Wildy, but... Well, there's only I one. I understand of, that we do have a Jason there's Wildy. There's only one of him. Jason Wildy, our green and gold insider. Jason, good morning. How you doing? I'll be the judge of that, whether you're no Jason Wildy or not. <laughs> the, the bar is not very high, I can tell you that much. All right, Jason, we understand the team is young. We understand they're going to make mistakes. But why is it that when we watch the game, we feel like there's no hope, there's no growth, there's no heart, as Mark Baden said earlier, um, is that just is, is that the wrong perception of this team, or or are we right on? Are we spot on? Yeah, look, I I don't know I don't know how I have taken on this persona because Dave, as we've discussed a few times now during training camp, when I was trying to keep expectations realistic and trying to honestly assess what I was seeing from Jordan Love, I was. Uh, by some in the Packers fan base, um, frankly, more than I wanted to be. Uh, Tag is a negative Nelly, a pessimist, uh, Jordan Love hater. And I thought I was just a realist. And now that there are lots of people that are down on him and down on the team, suddenly now I'm just Mr. Ray of Sunshine, Mr. Positivity, <laughs> Mr. Unrealistic Expectations and Hopes. And dreams and faith and optimism. <laughs> I don't think I've changed at all. I think I'm, you know, I think I'm being realistic. And and so, look, uh, you know, one of the benefits of all three of us having done our jobs for the longest time, right? Like I remember when my parents were still alive, we went to breakfast at some little cafe in Greendale, and oh my gosh, Mark Baden was there with his family. And, really? Oh my god, we just we just love Mark Baden. Oh my god, my mom was just. <laughs> So excited. <laughs> Not as excited as my uh, early college girlfriend when she met Dan Needles while she was dating me. <laughs> oh, boy. There's this. That was, hopefully, that didn't change. She didn't go the, the Needles direction. That doesn't usually work out well. Until now. He's happily married now. I've never seen Dan happier. Yes, and we're, we're happy for him. But be that as it may, um, I, I think what has happened here, and I, I'm not here to tell fans how to behave or think, but I really truly believe that this is just such a foreign concept to so many of us, including those of us that cover the team, that it's really hard to process. Like, I was having this conversation with Rob Domofsky from ESPN yesterday after the game, and, you know, how much have we really seen over our time covering the team, which is, for me, this was year 28, how many times have we really seen them struggle, right? Like, we saw them struggle in 2000 in Mike Sherman's first year, but they won their last four games. And it really was a springboard for a 2001 team that won 12-4. and four. Uh, We saw them struggle in 06 in, on Mike McCarthy's first team. They got shut out twice. They couldn't score. Uh, and they won their last four games. And the next year, they went to the NFC Championship game. Um, in 13 and 17, when Rodgers broke collarbones each time, like in 17, Brett Hundley was horrendous. They were terrible. Uh, and then he came, Rodgers came back for one game, wasn't sharp, wasn't 100%. They lost, and that was the end of that season. So it's so foreign to most people that I just don't think people remember 
or have enough experience watching teams that aren't very good. This is, you know, I picked them to win six games. This is what teams that win six games look like. Bad. A lot. And I still think that by season's end, these young guys are going to get their act together and Jordan Love's going to look better and maybe they even win more than six games. But right now, I get all the frustration. I totally do. Tell us a little bit about the mood of the locker room. What is it, what is it uh, you know, when you're in the locker room, are guys, are they pissed off? Are they upset? Are they resigned to their fate? What's it like? Yeah, I think one of the good things about this many young guys on a roster is that they don't, they're not jaded enough. Like Tausch was on the 05 team. I went four and 12 and there was definitely, you know, I wouldn't say Tausch was one of these guys, but there were guys that were like, okay, we suck. Let's get this season over with. Let's go through the motions and get the hell out of here and go back to our off season homes. I don't think these young guys, they're just so happy to be in the NFL and they're so busy trying to prove themselves. I don't get the sense that there's much of that. Um, I would be curious if David Bakhtiari was healthy, how he'd be handling this. Mm -hmm. But uh, what I think it is, is there's a little bit of a kind of an overwhelmed feeling. I think Jordan Love is certainly frustrated because I don't think his struggles are purely because of his own inaccuracy or indecisiveness. But what I really think there is, is a okay we're we're we can get this fixed we're 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 learning and you know that the coach must have said something i'm going to ask lafleur about this today when two different players use basically the exact same verbiage so i asked lafleur after all the mistakes if this you know do we reach a point where you can't say it's young guys anymore and he kind of got sick i was like we're done playing that game you know that's an excuse Okay, uh, is it though, or is it an explanation? And then in the locker room, both Rasul Douglas and Preston Smith, two of their most veteran players, used the same example. They said, you know, this youth is an excuse. We're not going to use it as a crutch. The only one who can use it as an excuse is Kenneth Odomegwu, which if you guys are like, who the heck is Kenneth Odomegwu? Yeah, who is he? (laughs) He is their international pathway player. They get an extra player on their practice squad. He's from Nigeria. And he had never played organized football before this year. And he's a big, huge, hulking dude. Like He's a really intriguing prospect and a really nice kid. But for both of them to bring him up, clearly Matt LaFleur at his post-game, press con- uh, post-game conversation with his team said, we're not using youth as an ex- inexperience as an excuse anymore. The only one who could use that is Kenneth. And so then they parroted it. So they have clearly had a shift in what they want to say to us about youth, but that doesn't change the reality that this stuff is all predicated on how Goody has built a team full of young guys and they're struggling right now. And if they had some veteran guys, it wouldn't be this bad. Jason, has Jordan Love become gun-shy, a little too cautious about throwing the ball? I think so. I think he's become, you know, you guys have heard me say this before, I stole it from Lafleur, and I've used it with the teams that I've coached with the girls. Uh, indecisive equals ineffective. And I asked Lafleur about that, and he hemmed and hawed and said, "I got to look at the film." And I asked Jordan about it, and this is one of the great things about Jordan, as compared to his predecessor. He's honest about his own failings, and he he admits that he's not playing well enough. You didn't hear that very much uh, from twelve 
very often. And so he's like, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I am. I'm being indecisive. I need to be better. Uh, I'm not doing a good enough job, which was refreshing. I don't think it's all him, though. Again, I, you know, you see plays where guys are in the wrong spot. or you know, One of my things that I think has probably flown under the radar a little bit is, is Christian Watson strong enough when you throw a ball that's a 50-50 ball? Is he strong enough to go get it and take it away from the defender? He's big, he's tall, he's fast, but I'm not sure that if I throw a ball up for grabs like I would have with Devontae Adams or Jordy Nelson or some of these other more experienced guys, if I have if I feel good that it's a 50-50 proposition, it might be more of a 30-70 proposition. So I don't think it's all Jordan's fault, but he definitely is gun-shy. I, I, I would agree with that. Jason, I think with the early season success, a lot of Packers fans, including myself, uh, maybe uh, thought the team was a little bit better than they were. Now I'm I'm feeling, are they even going to win another game? So what what are your thoughts for the rest of the season? So you know when you talk about how people get mad at you when the weather, which you have no control over, isn't what they want. Yes, uh, I feel like that is where we're at with the season because I think you're a million percent right uh, that they that that performance against the Bears. And really, the first three quarters against Atlanta in week two really led people to think they were going to be better than they were. Uh, I think if those, you know, it'd be nice if they were playing the Bears next week and had that kind of performance because I think then people would start to feel better about them uh, at least for a week. But yes, I think that inflated the expectations. Um, you know, everybody was talking how much talent they have and how many weapons they have. But I just, you know, again, the the drawback and the benefit of experiences you've seen so much that I, I I did acknowledge I said hey maybe I was maybe I underestimated these guys based on how they played those two games now it looks like maybe I didn't underestimate them so I do think that changed outside expectations what I really I hope Goody talks at some point he usually talks during the buy and he didn't uh, he'll certainly have a reason to because they signed Rashawn Gary to an extension uh, that was announced today but I would really like to know you know, he put this team together. Is this going the way he expected? Because on offense, when you have this many young guys, I really and truly believe that what they're doing is the kind of stuff that young guys do. And if they don't want to use it as an excuse, that's fine. But it sure looks to me like that's exactly what's happening. Jason, with Mark Baden here today, we discussed the percentages in a forecast, you know, like 40% rain, snow, whatever. If you were to... Uh, say prognosticate the percentage of trades what are the chances that the packers actually pull something off well you know we did didn't we have like an 80 degree day in october recently last week yeah we did yeah that's and and this morning i looked up and it was 28 degrees here um look that's mark uh, baden's fault (laughs) (laughs) i'm not even in his coverage area uh look uh, there is the outlier 81-degree day in mid-October that I would like to see happen, which would be reacquiring Devontae Adams. But I think that's mostly a selfish thing for me. Um, I don't see that happening. On the flip side, there, I would say there are three players that if they chose to acquire assets for next year, they could move on from. Uh, Preston Smith, um, Keyshawn Nixon, their return guy, uh, and Devondre Campbell, their inside linebacker, who came back after missing three games 
uh, with an ankle injury. Those three guys are all veteran players. They could help contending teams. You could probably get, you know, third-day picks for each of them. Uh, you could clear some extra cap space. So there, there would be some logic to that, but uh, I would, I would do that whole weatherman scam that those guys do, where they <laughs> say, "Oh, it's a thirty percent chance of rain," but then when it rains, you say, "I told you there's a thirty percent chance." The weatherman scam. <laughs> this, there needs to be a song made of the weatherman scam. Yeah, that's good. Okay, well, he explained it to us, Jason. That just means. You want to explain the 30% thing? All right, that if we have a 30% chance in rain of rain, it's not 30% of the area getting hit by rain. It's a 3 in 10 chance of any one spot in the area getting rain that day. Okay, there it is. Yeah, you're right. That's not a scam at all. <laughs> <laughs> so what you're telling me is there's a chance. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah. Indeed. All right. Well, we appreciate the insight as always, Jason. Thank you, and we'll talk to you later in the week. We appreciate it. All right. All kidding aside, I think the world of Mark Bain, not as much as my mom once did, but I do think the world of him, and uh, I'm glad that you were on today, buddy. We appreciate you. Appreciate you, Jason. Thanks, Jason. Take care. Take care. Be good. You too. Jason Wilde, our Green and Gold Insider, three-time Wisconsin Sports Raider of the Year, co-host of Wilde and Tausch on ESPN here in Milwaukee, and brought to you by Mr. Holland's Home Services. Call 866-992-1717 or mrhollandshomeservices.com. Also brought to you by DJ's Transmissions and Milwaukee Muscle Cars and Restoration. Now buying vintage mini bikes and muscle cars, visit djstransmissions.com.